Hi everyone, and welcome to Transcast. I'm Leo, and today we're going to be talking about LGBT representation in media. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're actually starting today with some words from our special guest. Please welcome to the stage, Cicely. Hi, Cicely. Oh, yeah. How are you? That's good. Okay. Um, I'm old. 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 I'm to where it is exactly sex. Gender and sex are different. And that's good representation? It is. Well, wait. Representation of problems? Um, Is representation of one of the main problems of what I think, personally? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry if that wasn't clear. No, no, that's fine. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Trump sucks. Ooh, 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 Trump sucks. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. Has anything stuck out to you as bad representation, like in the media of like LGBT like couples and like stuff like that? Something that is bad represent, what I feel is bad representation is that all LGBT couples are perfect, which is incorrect because you know everyone is a person. You don't know if that person's a bad person or not, so just gotta be aware. Like every other person, I, I totally felt that. Yeah. Like, uh, all the media, there's, like, this one, uh, this one thing, I forgot what it's called, but, yeah, ooh, ooh, oh, well, uh, bad representation. Yes. Um, what do you feel needs more representation in media? Oof, more representation. Um, okay, what needs more representation is, shoot, <laughs> it's people. It's people who keep it's what more needs more attention is allies so that they can show that hey I'm a heterosexual and it's and I really like the LGBT community because they're cool dudes. Because they're they're friends, they're cool people, they're just people. And you should stop hating on that. And I feel like that needs like a bigger screen so it like is like a ambassador, which is ridiculous that we even need an ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that needs just a bigger views so people really get the picture. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, do you feel you're represent- represented accurately in media as uh, your identity? Um, well, no, because <clears throat> a lot of the times when um, LGBT are supposed to be represented in uh, media, it's really only pandering (laughs) yeah yeah. and i feel like that's not what we're going for here it's that we're supposed to be normal people as well Mm -hmm. yeah i just get that ridiculous yeah that's what uh, have you have you like, I've never actually seen like a pansexual omnisexual character like on TV like in media. Do you know of any? I actually do not, except for one thing. I heard of an anime that has an entire pansexual world. Basically, everyone can marry anyone and whoever. People are wacky and people love each other. That's amazing. That's the only pan such omni I've ever heard of. Uh, that's iconic. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. This was great. We're having a good time.
Okay. Thank you so much for coming in, Cicely. Your interview was great. I'd like to talk more about what you said about um, allies being more represented, re represented in LGBT issues. And of course, it's really important knowing that there are, you know, cishet or just het people that are like there for the LGBT community because none of this could like none of, none of this movement could have ha could have happened if straight people just hated gays like they did back in back at Stonewall. But like you know, allies have done a lot for us. I feel that you know sometimes you know everything could always go too far with this thing that's like you know what the like Tumblr people are saying like LGBTQIAA whatever like a bazillion more letters and like apparently the a is supposed to stand for ally now which like okay it's nice that you're like helping us but you're still cishet like you're if you're not attracted to the same sex or if you're not transgender then you're not lgbt that's just not how that works like there's no q q unless it's questioning i just really don't like that word because it's a slur and it, like I know it makes other people happy and it makes them comfortable. For me, I just don't like it. That's a personal thing. Uh, LGBTQ. I intersex. Intersex isn't LGBT because it's not transgender or attraction to the same sex. Intersex is a birth defect. And... Um, a lot of intersex like people that have done interviews with intersex people they've said that they don't want to be grouped in with the lgbt community like because it's not lgbt qia um asexual and ally obviously allies are normally cishet so they're not lgbt and i'm gonna get a lot of people angry at me for this but ase asexuals aren't inherently lgbt and that's the that's the t because asexuality isn't attraction to the same sex and it isn't being transgender. Asexu asexuality is just lack of a sex drive and that isn't a, that like that is a sexuality but it isn't LGBT by definition. So asexuals aren't LGBT. And then the plus is like everything else. So yeah, anything that isn't LGBT probably isn't, you know, LGBT. After all that, I think it's time for a break. Let's cut to our next interview with Hanan. Okay. Uh, hi, Hanan. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing all right. Oh, that's so much fun. Thank you so much for coming. I'm happy to come. Uh, thank you so much, Opie. Um, for today, we're doing media representation, right? So in current media, what do you think is a good representation of LGBT and trans issues and why? So I read a lot of books that I like a lot where... Um, uh, queer youth, LGBT youth, is represented in a way that it's not, like, um, unusual to be, like, one of these, and, uh, my favorite example of that is Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo, but I think a good example of showing that is also, um, 
the fact that it's they both die at the end by Adam Silver. Adam Silver's books are really good about queer youth, and I like the concepts a lot. So nice. Um, that's so cool. But also, books are for nerds. Just let's see. Has anything stuck out to you as bad representation? There's a lot of representation in which. people are homophobic just because they're homophobic and I understand it's because of, you know, a lot of things in society, but they're just kind of there to be antagonists as it is, or they're just there just for representation because you can't just make a gay character and say oh get gay like get diversity points without making them a good character like no one wants that we deserve our good characters um do you think that there's anything that needs like more representation in media like smaller identities maybe uh non-binary a lot i think could definitely i mean everything deserves a lot of representation and also uh lgbt youth of color um, do you feel you are currently represented accurately? <laughs> oh god, the lesbian hijabi. Um, no, I mean, I've read some books with lesbians as minor characters, which I've liked a lot, but not really. No, I feel, uh, there's this one book that I like a lot called Wonder Woman Warbringer, which has an Indian which I liked a lot, but not much really, no. That's so sad. Yeah, y'all, y'all are so cool. Get us more representation. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, let's, uh, thank you so much, Hanan, for coming in. Um, on the topic of bad LGBT representation, I'd like to talk about a book that I read that I really, really hated. As a trans man myself, this book really kind of ticked me off. Um, this book is called Beast. It's by... Marie Spangler, I think her name is. I don't remember. We, Me and my partner had to read it for an English assignment. And since we were doing the topic of gender, we were doing like, everyone in the class was doing like some social, uh, not social justice, like some social conflict. Some people were doing like racism. Some people were doing like drugs and stuff. And we picked gender. And so our book was called Beast. And it was really, really bad, as you can tell. I hated it a lot. And a lot of, it has a 3.6 rating. And of of course that's not good, but it's also not bad. And a lot of people who aren't, like are trans are somehow commenting on it and saying like, oh, this is such a good book. Like, oh, I read it and it's so nice. I just don't understand. The main premise of the book is these two characters, Jamie and dude, his name, oh, Dylan, you're right. Uh, The two characters, Jamie and Dylan, are in love. They're 15 in love and 15. That's a nice sentence. And they're in high school, and Jamie is transgender. And um, this is an off-topic thing, but apparently Jamie, like, passes completely, and as a almost 15 in two years i'm gonna be 15 you she it it says in the book like it states that she's on hormone she's been on hormone blockers and she's on estrogen like she's on hormones and it depends on what state you're in but the like like you a lot of people don't get 
like testosterone or estrogen or whatever when you're 15 like a lot of people have to wait till like 18 so they can like actually like get like beyond like like for you to get estrogen when you're 15 you'd have to go to therapy for like a year and then and then in that year your your therapist has to be like this is the best thing for you 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 have like such severe dysphoria dysphoria if you don't know is the mental like thing that you need to be trans you need it to be trans and like you like this is the best thing for you first you'd have to go on blockers i'm pretty sure you can't just immediately jump to estrogen there's basically a lot of a lot of things i have to go into to getting um estrogen when you're 15. and in this book it seems that jamie has already been on estrogen for like years apparently because she passes so well like uh, like if you like no offense but if you like th- like if you're trans and you're like still in high school you're probably not gonna pass very well i know from experience like you can get like uh, hrt and you could get all these things but like you're just so young you're not far enough into your transition to just pass well enough so that you could like walk by and like you just not get misgendered or like anything at all like it's pretty impossible unless you like already have a masculine or like uh, already have like a feminine face and like all these feminine features it's pretty hard to pass when you're young because it's just difficult that's just how it be and in this book they act like jamie 15 she already passes like so well and then they just throw all that completely out the window when uh, Dylan walks in the picture, because Dylan is just cishet white, uh, uh, cishet guy, and they like fall in love when they go to therapy together, because Dylan quote unquote fell off a roof, and uh, Jamie is in therapy, you know, for mental health reasons, I suppose. And they meet there, and then they skip therapy for some reason. Which, by the way, I don't know why Jamie is still in therapy if she's already on estrogen and, like, on uh, on uh, HRT and stuff like that. I mean, it could be for mental health reasons, but if she's there just because she's trans, that's not really how that works. Like, you should stop going, like, most people stop going to therapy once they get hormones, because that, like, gets rid of their dysphoria. And so, when... Dylan meets Jamie, they're, like, in love, whatever, and, like, off-topic, but there's, like, a pretty graphic sex scene in this book, and it was, like, just there in the public, in the public library, like, in the school library. I, like, vividly remember from, it's, it takes up two whole chapters, like, this entire, this entire sex scene takes up two whole chapters, and they're 15, and the author just wrote this, and they were, like, yes, this is fine, and also, by the way, no, like, I mean, I don't mean to, like, generalize trans people, but, like, most trans people, like, have dysphoria, obviously, and that causes them to not like their, the characteristics that they have of their birth sex. So, most trans people, until they get, like, hormones and top surgery and bottom surgery and stuff like that, they tend to stay away from sex but Jamie just like completely disregards that and this author of course is cis so doesn't really know what they're talking about and I just find that sad because 
um, Jamie and Dylan could have been such good characters if the author could just know what they were talking about and actually written, like, accurate trans characters. And apparently Dylan realizes that Jamie is trans all at once, because apparently when they were in therapy, Dylan was just tuning out and he wasn't listening, and Jamie was talking about her hormones. And, um, like, through this entire relationship, he just never notices that she's trans until she just has to tell him outwardly one day, like, yeah, I'm trans. And then he just has a breakdown. Like, he's been like, oh, I've been dating a boy this entire time. Or like, oh, look at his masculine chin and his masculine feet and stuff like that. And that actually made me dysphoric. Like, when I was reading this, I felt terrible. And I could just, I, I just feel so bad for any trans girls that are out there reading this. Like, they must be feeling so terrible because Dylan just outward goes on, like, a rampage and, like, breaks everything. He's mean to, like, everyone all the time. And I just feel so bad that this book is still out there and people aren't talking more about it. And it's just so dumb. <sighs> and um, that's just, yeah. And then this book, by the way, I'm so angry, <laughs> this book, it tries to be like, oh, it tries to be like such like um, a groundbreaking book, like a groundbreaking like LGBT book. Like, no, this book is about a straight couple. One of them, the girl Jamie just happens to be trans. Like they're still a straight couple just because Jamie is trans. That doesn't change much. Obviously, if Dylan freaks out and leaves her just because she's trans, that changes a lot. But, like, obviously, uh, couples that have trans individuals in them are still just, like, normal couples. Like, not much has changed, obviously. And it's just so interesting to me because the author wrote this entire thing with, by the way, 15-year-olds. So after they were done having sex for two chapters, they just sat in bed with each other talking about, like, um, Dylan, he's apparently really smart, and he wants to be, like, a genealogy professor, I think, we talk about, like, um, diseases and cure, like, he wants to, like, cure cancer and stuff, so he wants to go to Oxford University in England, and so he turns to Jamie, he's known her for, like, a few weeks, by the way, and he's like, hey, when we grow up, you should move to Oxford, you should move to England with me, like, you guys are 15, and this book is pretending, like, they've known each other for, like, years, and they're, like, in love, and they're, like, adults, but no, these kids are 15, and they've known each other for a few weeks and they're already planning out their entire life with each other as if they're going to be together forever. Like, I'm sorry, but we all know that most middle school relationships just don't work out no matter how much we try. We hear of all these people saying like, ooh, ooh like, you know, I got a boyfriend, haha. And then literally the next day they're like already broken up. It's just so stupid. And this book keeps pretending like it's some great LGBT like, great, like, you know, and it's trying to think that just because you're we're with a trans girl, you're automatically gay, but that's not how that works. Like, if you're with a trans woman, you are uh, straight because you know that she is a woman and trans women are women and trans men are men. I keep having to repeat myself over and over again just because these people are all, these people are all so dumb. They just don't understand these simple things. Thanks everyone so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Good night.